0: This is CliffCentral.com. A very good morning to you all and uh, a warm welcome to this week's edition of, uh, of the open book right here on Cliff Central. I must say, this is kind of like a bittersweet moment, uh, bitter because, because it is the last podcast that, uh, I'm doing for this year. For the rest of the year, you can really just go onto the, onto the site, onto your app and uh, listen to the many podcasts that uh, we've done right here on the open book and it's sweet because because I really believe that you know this topic is gonna um, is gonna be good for you as much as all the others have really been. Uh, I'm excited because I actually had another topic that I planned for this week up until I came across a um, a, a WhatsApp from a, from a friend of mine, Wade Engelbracht. Uh, he's a he's a pastor at a church and it was titled "Finish Strong." So I thought if we're gonna end off the year with a topic, it is going to be Finish strong. Awesome. Now there are many famous verses in the Bible uh, that get quoted at funerals but one specific one that I would like to draw your attention to is 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7. It says, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now this verse is usually read just after the person has died, but do you know that the apostle Paul who wrote uh this verse and uh and and that book of uh, of 2nd Timothy uh, made the statement whilst he was alive I have fought the good fight I have finished the race I have kept the faith so yes it may have been near the end of his life but nonetheless he said it with probably a few more days months or even years to live now since none of us actually know how long we still have to live can we truly say this about ourselves at this point of our lives that no matter how long we still have to live we have fought the good fight We have finished the race that has been set before us to this point and that we have kept the faith. At this time of the year, it is so easy for us to think that just because we have run a good race thus far in 2015, we can allow ourselves to let our guard down and to live a little recklessly for at least the next few weeks or so. In any case, we'll get a fresh start next year. Now, I've been in this situation many times before, so trust me when I say that it usually takes a few months or so to gain the spiritual momentum that uh, that I had before my temporary fall around this time of the year. I knew that God had forgiven me for my reckless living because he is a forgiven God, but it took me that long to get out of my condemnation and to really accept his forgiveness. Condemnation equals wasted time. Wasted time towards the direction that God has set out for you. So I'm a firm believer in that how you finish the year is going to determine how you start the following year. So my plea to every single one of you today is the topic to this week's podcast, which is finish strong. Now, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but a slight lack in your discipline or self-control could also mean the end of your unfinished walk towards your destiny. It can literally kill you so that because you may think that you've got time next year to finish what you started this year, what you meant to finish this year, but who knows if any of us will even get to see 2016. So whatever's been said before you, do yourself a favor and finish it now. You all know the story of uh, Zinedine Zidane, the, the football player who at the end of his, a successful and celebrated career went on to recklessly header another player at the World Cup and thus been sent off the field, never to return again. It was literally his last match. Now, you see, one wrong move tainted his entire legacy. I mean, Zinedine Zidane was one of the best players we've ever had on the football uh, football field. I won't even go into Oscars Pistorius' story, but there, once again, is another good example. My point is this, and it has been quoted many times. It's not how you start that matters, how you finish to start is good but to finish is better my is that today's podcast may encourage you to finish strong i know that it's a little hard to wake up at this time and uh, to get to work or to get to do the things that you want to do because come on let's admit the festivities are all around us it's kind of like yeah maybe i'll just leave it till next year but it's important that we finish strong this is the open book on Cliff Central. And uh, my guest is the gentleman I spoke about earlier on, which is Pastor Wade Engelbracht from the Wade Christian Family Church in Four Ways. And uh, with me as well in studio, I have my good friend, one of the best guitarists in the, in the country. And uh, just a guy I really spend a lot of time with just fellowshipping with, and, uh, his name is Stuart Fisher. So stick with us right here on the open book. This is CliffCentral.com. So Finish Strong is a, um, is a theme, uh, or, or message. Cause I know Pastor would say the message for today is Finish Strong. And, uh, it is the message that, uh, Pastor Wade actually preached just yesterday, yeah. um, at his, at his church. Pastor Wade Engelbracht from, uh, the Way Christian Family Church in Four Ways. Yeah. Warm welcome, man.
1: Thanks for, for having me here, man. It's Thank you so uh, much. awesome to be here.
0: Yeah. How are things going with you? I mean, you
1: started this church Going when? amazing. Going amazing. Well, we we are uh, about 18 months old. We started off in a cinema in um, Cedar Square and have uh, currently moved to Danefern College Auditorium mm-hmm. in Danefern. And God's doing amazing things, man, bringing beautiful people. Bringing That's some beautiful awesome. families in, and uh, God's doing some powerful ministry there in Danfern. You know, um it's an area that I, I believe that we've been called to yeah. for a time such as this, and uh, we just make ourselves available and say, God, you just use us, do what you want to do in this area, and we're looking forward to an amazing year next year. We and it is, I mean, and things. it is quite
0: important that you operate within. The constituency that God has called you, you know, like that God has called you to. And and, and I guess yeah. it's within that place that you're going to see growth in your ministry because all of us have a certain ministry.
1: Well, that's it. You know, we, we, like I was saying to Stuart, we're all in the ministry. Whether you're in full-time ministry or whether you work in a secular environment, we're all in the ministry. You, we yeah. all have a sphere of influence, you know. Well, this in, is my ministry. Yeah, exactly. exactly <laughs> or my brother. part of the ministry. Exactly, bro. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. So, Pastor Wade, you preached, uh, preached the subject... Uh, finish strong. Um, yes. I was so inspired. What, I mean, like, what drove you to actually, to actually want to do this? Well, I mean, you know, throughout the year, I've, I've
1: encountered many, obviously, different people, very su- successful people, especially in the four ways area. You know, and wh- whether you've had a hectic year and whether you have had a suc- successful year or whether you've just had a really tough year, people get tired, you know? Yeah. They get tired. They get physically tired. They get emotionally tired. They get spiritually tired and, and we come to a time like this where we still got stuff to do, you know?
0: Mm.
1: And, uh, I'm an encouraging, uh, uh, preacher. So I love to encourage people to just be the best that they can be. Yeah. You know, do the best that they can do with their life, with their skills, with their talents, with their gifts, with their resources. Uh, um, and, and let's turn the world upside down for Jesus. So, so, when the Lord put this message on my heart, it was, it was like God saying to me, you know, the people are tired and they need to mm. be lifted up at this point. So I just wanted to give a message, uh, this last weekend to say whether you've had a victorious year, whether you've had a hectic year and you find like, and you feel like you've just been treading water the whole year, you know, God's got a plan. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that God has taken us from glory to glory. Amen. So we got to keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep yeah. moving forward. Uh, don't stay still, you know, and, and just keep on pressing forward. And, and God's going to do it because God is the one that does the work through us, you know.
0: Yes.
1: So never give up, never give in, you know, so always just keep on standing. Like the Apostle Paul said, stand, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I just wanted to encourage our folks this weekend to don't give up. The end of the year has come. Yeah, but next year is around the corner, uh-huh. and there's some amazing things to do. There's still work to do, and this uh, next year is going to be awesome.
0: I think it's going to be an awesome year too. I think so. So, Pastor Wayne, what does it mean? What does it mean to uh, to uh, to be strong? To finish? To finish strong?
1: Well, I believe you know to finish strong means to sometimes change your perspective, you know, in life, change your viewpoint, because sometimes we spend our whole life looking at the glass half empty. Instead of looking at the glass half full. Yeah. You know, to live a life of praise and worship and thanksgiving, um, to stand in all that God has paid for at the cross of Calvary, the finished work of the cross. You know, God paid the price in full. In fact, he overpaid.
0: (laughs) He overpaid the price,
1: you know, for us, for us to have an abundant life. When Jesus said, I have come that you might have abundant life, you know, that abundant life means that God wants you to win.
2: Absolutely, life, You
1: know, so to stand strong and to finish strong and all that God's got for you to keep on moving forward in the destiny that he's got planned for each one of us. You know, that's what it's that's what it's all about. And then ultimately, at the end of the day, when we stand face to face with God and we look into his face and he says, well done, good and faithful. servant," yeah. you know,
0: I love the fact that, you know, you spoke about um, you spoke about the fact that, you know, Jesus finished it for us yep. because right at the end. Um, uh, when, when he was at the cross, the last thing he said was it is finished. Yeah. And, uh, and which means that, you know, as believers, we are not even working to finish, yeah. but, uh, but, but, we are, but, but we are coming from a place yeah. of, of, of everything victory. having yeah. been finished. Yeah. And I think that is just so encouraging, yeah. you know, you need to know that the race that you are running, that Christ has already finished it for you. Yeah. So how much easier is it? You know, at least we don't have to bash. Yeah. The road has already been laid out for us. Yeah. You know, Jesus walked it before um, before we did. Yeah. That's encouraging. That's true. Bro. How important, how important is finishing strong to God?
1: Well, you know, as a father, I've got two sons, and as a father, when I look at my children, when I look at my my boys,
0: I, I, there's one of them here, and yeah, he doesn't look like a boy anymore. Here, he looks okay. like a yeah. um, uh, half a man. He's more <laughs> he's more nice. he's more half full than half empty. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: so. When I look at them as a father, I look at them, I never want to see them fail. Yes. I never want to see them uh, not quite making it, not quite making the grade. I always want to see them doing well. I always want to see them winning in their life. I always want to see them achieving all their dreams and all their goals. And I'm a natural father. The yeah. Bible says that that our love uh, uh, you know, is not a perfect love, but God's love is perfect. Yeah. God's love is unconditional. How much more does our father God want us to win in mm. life, you know? So I believe that winning and, and standing strong and, 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 um, um, finishing strong in all that we set out to do is really important to the Lord because he wants to see you win.
0: Absolutely. He paid
1: for you to win. Jesus paid with his life for you to win, to finish strong.
0: So do you feel like, you know, so, um, do you feel like it's, it is us who let ourselves not finish. Well, y- you know,
1: we are fallible. We're, we're human beings. We're fallible. Yeah. We're going to fail. We're going to fall down. Uh, like the story of the prodigal son, you know. Yeah. There's, there's times in our life where, where, you know, God says he never leaves us nor forsakes us. Mm-hmm. There are times in our life that we might walk away from the Lord, you know. Yeah. Because we get distracted by something. But, but God is standing there with his arms open wide saying, I'm waiting for you, my child. Hmm. I love you. I paid. You are bought with a price. You are not your own. I've paid for you with the life of my son, and he's standing there with his arms open wide, waiting for you to run back to him. You know.
0: Yeah. So I guess also you know because uh, you know the, the the Bible and Jesus speaks about this that the fact that you know God is a spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Yes. And what happens at this time is that like we let our spiritual eyes. Um, down, and we put our fleshly eyes up, you know, which kind of say, you know what, uh, towards this thing that I'm trying to achieve, I don't think I'm going to do it right now. So, you know what, I'll just... Go have a break and then, and then wake up again next year and do it again. But the thing is we need to keep our spiritual eyes on us so that we can, we can see God because some people are so close to the finish, but they can't see just how close God is to them. You know, who's got his, his, his his arms wide open saying, come on, you're nearly there. You're nearly there. So, so that's the thing, you know, it's, it's just to remain strong, but some will say, yeah, but it's, you know, but it's tiring, but I know. That God, God assists us course, in finishing strong.
1: Of course. You know, I was saying uh, in my message last night, the great revelation of the message that God gave me um, for our people was the fact that the finished work of the cross lives inside of us. You know, yeah. when, when people see the finished work of the cross, they say, okay, when Jesus said it was finished, it was finished.
0: In other words, I don't have to do anything.
1: Yeah, you know, but, but many people went to the cross. In fact, in that day and age, uh, uh, crucifixion was a way that many people uh, got punished for their crimes, you know. So there were many people that went to the cross and many people that suffered what Jesus suffered. But what separated Jesus from everyone else that went to the cross was the fact that when he said it was finished, he went into the tomb and three days later he was raised from the dead. No one else was raised from the dead. That is the finished work of the cross. And then he went to his disciples and he went to his disciples and he said, now I must go. Because if I don't go, the father cannot send the Holy Spirit. Jesus ascended into heaven to make a place for us. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. For in my father's house, there are many mansions. Yes. And when he said that, he said, then the Holy Spirit will come. And the finished work of the cross is the fact that the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, dwells inside of you. That's the finished work of the cross. Yeah. Because without the Holy Spirit, we cannot be redeemed to God. We have to have the Holy Spirit who comes and makes our spirit alive in Christ. It's Christ in me, the hope of glory. Mm. You see? So... So the finished work of the cross was not just Jesus going to the cross and suffering in his flesh, but suffering in his flesh, taking on the sin of the world, dying for us, and then being raised from the dead because he is the firstborn of many. Yes, And then ascending to heaven, preparing a place for us, and the Father sending the Holy Spirit, which comes and seals our redemption when he comes and moves inside of us and lives inside of us.
0: Yeah. You see? That's awesome. How do we keep ourselves motivated? Because some people are like, you know, of course I want to finish, but I just can't find the motivation right now to, um, to, to do this. I mean, I know that, you know, during my early days as a, as a, as a Christian, I'd be so like, I'll be adamant that, you know what, come this time, you know, when it comes December, for once this December, I'm actually going to just chill and just get dressed. That was part of me finishing, uh, you know, the year on, yeah, on the good yeah, note. Yeah. But argh, come the 23rd, 24th. Oh man, <laughs> I'm a mess all the way till the 3rd of Jan, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so how can we find that motivation to, to finish strong?
1: You see, Luis, so I think, I think it's really about our relationship with God, you know? For me, Obviously, being a musician and growing up in the big bad world of music, you mm-hmm.
0: know. I remember you there. You but, know, yeah. Well,
1: well, you know, I, I, I was, I, I, I never quite cracked the, 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 uh, um, what, what is it? The secular environment like you did, but I spent my, oh, come on. a lot of my life in pubs and clubs and, and playing, you know, to, to people that were having a ball. So to say, in a kind, gentle way, you know, and, and, and realizing that there's more to life than this, man, Mm -hmm. there has to be more to life than this. And, and crying out to God and, and landing up seeking, saying, God, if you're real, show yourself to me and having experience with God and experience with the Holy Spirit that changed my life forever. And, you know, for Mm -hmm. me. Not to try and sound more spiritual than anybody else, but for me at this time of the year, I really just keep on walking close to God, you know. And yeah. and, and that's what keeps my motivation up to know that he's with me. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. Um, the, I just keep on walking in the things of God, spending time with him in prayer, yeah. spending time with him in worship. You know, it's a daily walk that God wants with us. The Bible tells us that in Genesis that God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. Yeah. It's a daily walk yeah. that God created us for. It's not a once a week uh, yeah. church thing that we're created for. It's a daily walk that God wants to have with us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he wants to spend time with us, intimate time with us in, in our prayer closet and, and let our whole life be saturated by him and knowing mm. that his presence is with us and, and that we can walk with him and talk with him all day long, you know, including him in every decision of our life and every thought yeah uh, that is going through our heads uh, um you know including him in every facet of our life and and that is what having a relationship with god is like for me so that's what keeps me motivated and keeps me on the straight and narrow yeah and keeps me you know living living right and yeah. doing what's right and, and and i encourage people to do that cuz this is not about religion man yeah. This is about relationship, brother. You're so right. This is about relationship. So right. This is not about doing a whole bunch of religious acts that make us feel yeah. like we, we did up our, our portion today. But this is about relationship with a God that created you and me to have an intimate relationship with Him. That's why He created us in His image and mm. in His likeness.
0: It's like someone, it's like someone waking up in the morning and saying, eh, "I've got nothing to do for the next few days. You know, let me just have a bottle of uh, let me have a bottle of wine." You know, yeah. and it's like nine o'clock. Then they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, before I do that, actually, let me do my religious act and pray first. Yeah, uh, yeah. in my other room, and then at least yeah. I won't feel so bad by the time I that I do so this. Bad, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, i must also ju- just kind of add to just you know to just what you're saying. Um, what has sort of helped me is the fact that my excitement for the following year is not that things are going to just happen automatically. It's the fact that you know I've always uh, I've uh, I've always seek God. For um, for my vision now, a lot of people come into the new year, and then what they want to do yeah. is that they want to start fasting then to get a vision. Yeah. I mean, like that's all sort of is yeah. cool when it happens corporately, yeah. you know, because you know you're not going to be doing that in de- you know in December with with you know less people at churches and so on and so forth. Yeah. Let's just blame it on people going to, on holidays, not because people yeah. are not going to church. Yeah. Um, so, but I think I think this is a good time to find what it is that you want to do, and then to start to start preparing yourself for that. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, by the time that we wake up. It's already like it's already like Feb March, you know what I mean? And um, and the years already uh, is already kept going. I believe that the vision inside of us is gonna, you know, it's gonna excite us, and uh, and that like it's gonna motivate us to even to even start well, you know. So yeah, so yeah, so I think just to all the guys out there, just just take this time to spend and to find what it is that you want to do and start preparing yourself for that. I mean, for instance, for the first time ever last year, I actually trained all the way to like to like the 31st of december because i was preparing yeah. for a um for a tour that i was going to do with bala brothers yeah. at the beginning of jan so yeah. my thing is what is that thing that you want to achieve in january and start getting ready for it now and the cool thing is that many people are not going to be ready to kind of hit the ground running yeah. when it comes to jan pastor yeah. mm. wade thank you so much but, but you're thank still going to be brother. here with us I, i've still got yeah. so way, uh, way more questions oh, great, to man. ask you um so after, after this, I'm going to be speaking to my good friend, Stuart Fisher, uh, who went through his own, you know, like his own hard times. And it's just amazing that this guy still looks handsome after all of this, man. So that's going to be my question for him. And how did, how did you do that? Because, uh, yeah, after being through certain things, I felt like I don't look the same when I come out on the other <laughs> side. I finished, but I just didn't finish strong. <laughs> so I think, you know, I think Stuart has all the answers. So yeah, stick with us. And, um, our theme is finish strong see you after this this is cliffcentral.com and so we're back our topic is finishing strong or finish strong and uh one 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 person that i know who's done exactly just this um over not only just you know just a year but uh but over two years i think it is it's my good yeah. friend Stuart fisher stewart welcome Thank to the you. open book
2: It's so good to be here, man. Thank you very much for having me. I
0: thought you were going to come with your guitar so we could sing a song.
2: Uh, We could, but we'd be here for longer than we were supposed (laughs) to. Me and you can go for hours.
0: All right, cool. Now, Stevie, I know that uh, you've been through some hectic challenges. I don't know if you want to talk about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think
2: I'll just say briefly about it. Yeah, just briefly, yeah. Yeah, so basically, um, I mean, the major challenge that uh, I had to overcome in my life was um, getting through uh, a relationship with an unfaithful spouse. Uh, and coming out of out of yeah. a marriage that uh, that failed because of that, um, and mm. then you know all the questions that come along with that is, is really really tough to to try and get through because as a faithful servant of God, you look back and you go, but what didn't I do correctly? I thought I was following Your Word. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was. Yeah.
0: So it's very easy to, it's easy to get mad with God. You know the Absolutely. fact that. Yeah. Absolutely. So you were so so you were married and then um, and then unfaithfulness crept in, That's not right. from your side, yeah. and you believed that you were serving God the best way that you could, and yeah. so you couldn't understand you know how how were you able to even you know how were you able to to keep your faith strong at that time
2: so they i mean when they I heard a little bit of survey on the radio, and they asked men what are your biggest fears? And one of the biggest fears of any man is that his, is that his spouse cheats on him. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not that he cheats, but that his spouse cheats on him. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's a fact. It's not the yeah, truth.
2: exactly. I mean, those are the facts. So, um, you know, when, when coming out of that type of situation, you, you have these questions. Um, yeah. And, you, and your questions will really be around um, what went wrong? Was I the one to blame? You know, and that's the yeah. first thing that you do. Um, you 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 sit back and you go well maybe I did a whole bunch of things or well, maybe I did this marriage thing wrong, you know, or
0: uh, or maybe I shouldn't have been married or maybe to I should exactly
2: or maybe I shouldn't have been married to this person, um, and when you go through that you have to remember that there's a process that 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 happens uh, when grief sets in or not just um, a failed failed marriage but any grief situation or
0: uh, yeah
2: or tough. A situation that you encounter in your life uh, What helped me is to understand That um, when I encountered this I've got to ask questions which Questions are, are healthy mm-hmm. And then But in the correct way yeah. So I've got to ask Why did this happen And then get the correct answers From the proper people Because yeah. uh, uh, you can get the the answers From the incorrect people And then to go back to the word of God And then constantly uh Constantly put the questions to God Because mm, uh, mm. I I basically sat back and went Well if this happened and I thought I was following you God Then um, yeah. Show me what your plan is in all of this and that was the key thing For me it was always to remember that no matter what happened there was a Specific plan in place That was unfolding yeah. itself And um, that's First, like if, if my, if my advice to anybody who goes through a tough situation uh, is to know that whatever a circumstance you fi- find yourself in mm. is that there's a specific plan in place to move you from point A to point B uh, through the circumstances that you're experiencing or through the situation that you encounter. Mm. Um, it was very, very aptly described in a, in a teaching that I heard one day um, where the uh, the pastor said that in imagine yourself as a ship, yeah, when you're on the ocean and you're sailing towards your destination. For a ship to travel faster, it requires wind. Yeah, and the strongest wind you can find is a storm. So, if God wants to move you very quickly towards your destiny, and you encounter a storm, keep in mind that He's moving you quickly towards your destination. You couldn't have done that with. with a, you can only do that with a strong wind, which is typically a storm. Yeah. So, point number two for me was would then be to look at your situation um, from a different perspective, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that a lot, a lot of times in life, the way life um, presents itself to us is in the opposite way of which God intended it in the first place. Yeah. So. Um, uh with Pastor buenono, yeah, as well, I mean he was sharing this incredible message about um finishing strong as well, yeah, and uh I think that sometimes we see things a little bit differently to the way that God designed things uh in the way that we 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 really look at finishing strong when God is really saying like we we said. We, uh, we, the, the work has been finished, and your job is really to maintain it. To walk and, in it. To, yeah, to carry on. Yeah. And then once yeah. we reach our final destination, we've, we finish strong, if that's the mindset that we have. So, mm. um, I mean, to explain, to explain that a little bit, um, I heard a teaching by Joseph Prince. And he preached about the fact that God, we end the day with rest. When God actually sees us starting the day with rest,
0: yeah you because know? we're actually what once again we were we were made on the sixth day, according to the Bible, yeah, and right after that. Rest, you know, the seventh day came, which was rest. And then on the first day, the work started. Yes. So, um, so yeah, carry on.
2: Exactly. So, I mean, uh, the design there, um, to me, that says that the design is to start with rest. And when you look at it like that, at this time of the year, uh, when things are winding down, uh, God's really bringing us into a season where he puts us into rest. To prepare us for the next journey coming up ahead. Absolutely, you know what I mean? but
0: true rest. I mean, to kind of put into what you're saying, true yeah. rest is only found in Christ. You know, yeah, as much I as I know it. that tonight I'm gonna to be able to fall asleep. Yeah. My prayer is that God will give me the sufficient rest that is found in Him. Absolutely, you know. I
2: mean, that's why I hundred percent agree agree with uh, Pastor Wayne over here when he says that uh, he looks forward to learning or, or to the journey that he's going to walk with God, mm. ahead, and that's what motivates him. And that's exactly how it's intended to be. Yeah. You know? A lot of the times uh, we see hardships or we see a difficult year as something that could have uh, that could uh, that put us back. But it really is just another opportunity to learn more things about God. You know what I mean? And And you know what?
0: And I mean, like, and you know what the thing is, just kind of taking your story um, into what I'm about to say now. The thing is, you know, we, God doesn't bring these bad things into our, you know, like into our lives. Um, It's not him, you know, like you can't say, oh, well, you know. Uh, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yeah. You know, the Lord gave yeah. me a wife and now he's taken her <laughs> away. And like yeah. we say these things even like, you know, like even like in death, when people die, yeah. we're like, oh, ah, yeah. the Lord giveth. But the thing is we need to know that the Lord even takes those things that we didn't even cause on ourselves and that, and, and that according to the Bible, I think it's Romans chapter eight, you know, that all things then work out for the good, yeah. you know, for that, those who love the Lord. And, that, um, and, and I guess once you start losing that perspective, man, You are at the, you know, you're literally ending your life just on your own because as your things are happening, God is saying, I'm here. You know what I mean? I will make everything right here work, you know, work for your good. Yeah. You about to add?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. You know, the Bible wouldn't have said that if uh, if everything was just plain sailing and smooth. You know, smooth, smooth up ahead. Yeah. Um, And the reason it said that was in order to help us change our perspective. As you're saying, Mm. uh, we see a lot of it as God punishing us when bad things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, when the reality of the situation is that God. Whereas God might have allowed something to mm-hmm. happen, it was really for your benefit rather than for your downfall
0: what gave you what gave you the motivation? Do you know what I mean because obviously after all of this has happened, you could have easily just gone like into months and years of just absolute like pers- you know uh, promiscuity i mean this guy because I know him well you know this guy had saved himself you know for uh yeah. for for his wife yeah. um and you know before all of this happened, and there were many girls i mean you know, he's a he's a handsome looking guy. So I can imagine the the, the kind of girls were trying to make that like, you know, he's good looking, he's a nice guy, he's soft spoken. He plays you know? guitar with Luis Yeah, he plays guitar He's a guitarist. So you could have easily thought, Oh man, I just missed so many of this for this. You know that I've just received. So you could have really just kind of uh, just kind of gone that way, because you must have felt like you know some of this was an absolute waste of time. I percent all those opportunities—if you you know those opportunities that were just passed—but yet even afterwards, you still decide to 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 lead a clean life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying you probably. You know, like there wasn't maybe like a, a day or two or whatever of whatever. We're human, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But um, but how do you how do you come back to then look at you
2: know like to then look at God in those in those instances? Uh, and you're 100 percent right. I mean, as a human being, you go through those those thoughts. Yeah, you, have <laughs> you know. To go through it's different emotions. Absolutely, yeah. and you're right. That it's, it's it's tied to your emotions. Um, but the key thing for me was really again to understand what was happening. Um, I understood that this wasn't something that was God was punishing me with. Uh, okay, that's maturity. Yeah, you you, ha- you and and again, it's about perspective. Um, you can you're gonna live in a world where people are gonna do bad things to you, and your choice is how you're going to respond to that. And the key thing in me responding was understanding that whatever comes my way, mm-hmm. I know that I've got to prove something to God with whatever situation comes up comes along. Hmm. It's always that. And it's about seed time and harvest time, a very big thing for me. So yeah. in that situation, I thought to myself, uh, what kind of seeds do I sow once this happens? And what is wow. God asking of me here? What is he looking to to test in me? Mm-hmm. And uh, And if I can remain faithful in those things, then my reward certainly must be great. Yeah. And, uh, and that was what I kept in mind all the time In fact, Jesus had the same mindset He, he pressed forward for the reward that laid for him on the other side of the cross Which Absolutely. was obviously the salvation of his bride, which is us um, And I had to align myself to that A lot of how we walk, especially in marriage Is tied to the way that Jesus walked mm. and saved us mm. uh, You know, uh, when we will one day be joined to the Lamb You know, and marry, m- m- marry Christ yeah, the church will marry Christ. I mean, the, not the, us. The, yeah, yeah, Personally, yeah. No, personally yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. And so, and so that's how I I understood it, and that's what I understood God was asking mm, of me mm. in every every tough situation. If you've had a tough year as well, you've got to ask yourself, what is God? What is it? Yeah, what is what is it that God's trying to bring out yeah. out of me? What is He trying to teach me? You know, what is
0: oh, or, or what big plan actually lies before yeah, me? If exactly. I felt that, let me tell you something. You know, for instance, this year um, there were there were there were about three things that I was believing God for things that I never brought into myself. Or just opportunities just start to open up, mm. and so what happened is that like every every three. Um, every three months or so, that thing just wouldn't happen, and I knew that there was nothing that I was necessarily do, you know, necessarily doing wrong for this to happen. Mm. Now I could have lost faith yeah. in God totally, but the thing is, you know, I remember the verse that says that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no uh, uh, and uh, mind. Mind yeah, receive. no heart has conceived what the Lord has in store for those who love mm. Him. And so I thought, you know what? I think all these things are happening so that when God brings me to the place that he has planned for me, according to the book of Jeremiah, that I would have not even conceived it anywhere in my mind, you know? And maybe thank God that none of those things that I was hoping would happen actually yeah. happened because it means that God even has a bigger plan for me. Yes. Now, that works well for my faith because I think finishing strong, before you finish strong, you need to, you know, the the, the thing is I feel like we... Um, it's our it's our faith that lacks it's our faith that fails yeah. it's not necessarily necessarily the things that we do that fail, yeah. so even I think for for some of the people out there who haven't necessarily you know um finished the things that they thought they were going to finish, just take it as maybe there's something even bigger for me, but one thing I'm not going to lack in is believing in God because they just live by faith they just live by faith correct yeah, they just live by faith um are there any look you are greater uh, you're a great example of someone who's uh, you know who 's kept your faith strong and you 've come out great you 've come out great on the other side man you know obviously obviously you know the pain that you 've been through and you know how how much further you still have to you know you still have to go, but a lot of people never get the opportunity to to, to even be at the place where 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 you are mm-hmm. you know um pastor, uh, pastor Wade, are there any yep. Um, are there any biblical figures or examples, you know, like of people yeah. that we can read on uh, yeah. who finished strong?
1: Well, you know, the Bible's full of um, the great men of God through the the the, the book, of, you know, through the Bible that finished strong. I mean, Joshua, Caleb, they finished strong because they are the ones that inherited the promised land. You know, yeah. they, David finished strong because he walked in all God had for him. Even though the prophet Samuel came and anointed him when he was a young shepherd boy, you know, he didn't become the king straight away. Yeah. He, he still had to go back and tend stinky sheep <laughs> for a long time. Then King Saul chased him around and tried to kill him for 13 years, you know, before he became the king. So he finished strong, you know. Um, uh, I mean, the apostle Paul, uh, like you read earlier on, he said, I fought the good fight of faith you know. I've run my race. And he finished strong. I believe he, you know, he, he finishing strong is about, uh, I just want to say something just now about rest. You know, rest is also finishing strong. Mm,
2: absolutely.
1: So yeah. when you rest, it's not like, oh, well, I didn't quite make it, so I'm going to rest. Mm. Rest is part of finishing strong. You know, and resting in God and resting in all that God has done for us and all that God has paid for us. It really is, finishing strong is really just learning to align ourselves with what God has already done. So we always are coming from um, a place of victory rather than a place of, gee, I've got to work this thing because, because if I don't work this thing, That's I'm going little... to fail. I'm going to fail. You know, yeah. uh, He's already worked this thing. It's already been done and dusted. We've got to just align ourselves with what he's done. You know, like The Bible says it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit. Yeah. So when we stand, when we finish strong, we're not doing it in our own strength yeah. but we're doing it in his strength. Because His strength, you know, Christ in me, the hope of glory. You know, greater is He that lives in me than He that's in the world. Yeah. So, so it's it's learning to to uh, have godliness and contentment, yeah. mm. which the Bible says is great gain, and that's what finishing strong is about. It's not really about whether we failed or, or whether we were victorious, because sometimes even in our failure, we're victorious.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: you know, there's victory in our failure because yeah. because our because character there is, is
0: built no, because there is no failure. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There yeah. is no failure. It just depends on how you want to look at it. You and, only fail
1: uh, if you don't get up again. Yeah, you go, yeah. You got it's if you Not get up true. again and keep on going. You you have the Bible failed, doesn't right? say if we fall,
0: it says yeah. when we
1: fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Je- Jesus the said pacific. in this life there'll be pressure, man. Mm. He said but be of good cheer because yeah. I've overcome the world. Ah, He's overcome the world. Mm. Be yeah. of good cheer. You know? Do you know
0: how? Do you know how, I mean, like, it's how easy it was for me, you know, to just, to just give up on, uh, on, I mean, I'd start the year off. I'd, I'll, I'll, go to the gym. Three months later, I've, I just can't anymore. Or I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to change these things about me. The same old habits that I thought I'd quit. Um, then start, you know, then start creeping back. And yeah. so, um, when, when obviously I started to get really serious with Christ and I took myself to Bible school, um, a year later, I was still, attending my classes i was still strong in the lord and and i just thought i just thought wow man the only place where this thing works uh, uh, this thing works is if we look at christ we may not be where we want to be but yeah. we're definitely far from when you know like where from we where we came from yeah so um so rest and work yeah. must be found in christ you exactly. know there is no true work there is no true rest unless it is you know found in God. So I think yeah. also for those of you who need to rest to stop trying to make things work uh, over yeah. this time but actually yeah. rest in Christ, you know. It is just as important. Um, I believe that Jesus did a lot of chilling, you yeah. know. Um he he accomplished a lot of things in his life. Uh well, lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um but he did still found a lot of time to you know to sit with you know, like to sit with his friends, to sit with sinners, and uh, and and just to rest. Because sometimes in our time of rest, especially for those of you who have families, you know, yeah. that is ministering to your family. So you can even probably see that as um, as yeah. as as finishing strong.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's true.
0: We're gonna be back with this uh, just for the last uh Do you have anything to do? do you want to say anything?
2: Because um, I just heard funny. you
0: breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just say it, and then we'll go into a, a short break.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, no, I was just going to say that uh, it, it is just uh, um, th- this whole discussion is really an epitome of Second um, Corinthians uh, twelve verse nine. Yeah, you know where it says, um, where it says, uh, my grace is sufficient for you, uh, and uh, it says, my power in infirmity is perfected. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast in my infirmities than the power uh, that the power of Christ may rest on me. You know, yeah, and uh, such a profound concept. But the fact that your infirmities actually confirm God's power and His ability, mm. you know.
0: Amen. And I think also it's about learning to be content, yeah, with where you are, yeah, um, and and with the way that things are. You know, um, that's what Paul also kind of kind of preaches a lot. So yeah, just be content and just know that in Christ you're at the right place. That no matter what yeah. it is that you've done, but that you know in Christ you are clean, yeah, and that. Um, We're going to say it, you know, we are perfect. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. Yes, we are in Christ, you know, and it says
1: he's perfected us. That's it. Yeah, he's perfected
0: us. He has Mm -hmm. perfected us. Uh, You know, we are perfect because our perfection comes from him because as he is, so are we. We're going to take a short break and uh, we'll be back with the last words from uh, from.
2: What are you doing for New Year's Eve? Join us for the sexiest VIP party at Madison Avenue, Santon's newest nightclub. Cliff Central's taking over the VIP area, so join us as our special VIP... And start 2016 on the right note. General admission is 200 Rand, but our exclusive VIP party together with Absolute Vodka is 500 Rand, which includes great music with me, Gareth Cliff, O'Neill, Miss Prue, and the Cliff Central crew, an outdoor tented area, lots of bars, food, prizes, gorgeous people, and a night to remember. Book now for Cliff Central Rocks Madison at com. Go to Cliffcentral.com for more details and stay tuned for everything you need to know. Be absolute and rock into 2016 with us. This is Cliffcentral.com.
0: So we're back, the open book, and, uh, our, our theme and our topic for, uh, for today is finish strong. I think I said finishing strong earlier, but it's yeah. actually finish strong. You know, it's not finish about finishing strong. strong. We are telling you to finish Strong, and it is possible <laughs> because because the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. So it's really just just about where, you know, like where your eyes are. You know, your eyes. If your eyes are set on Christ, I promise you right now that you will finish this year strong. And uh, as they say, you know, I heard Josh Mayer once say that how you finish is going to determine how you start the next one. And that's something that that's something that you definitely need, um, but obviously, you know, I, I actually did a show on this on this subject, and it was overcoming temptation. Uh, Stewie, how do we overcome the temptation to just think that okay, cool, it's been a good one? Let me just, you know, live my life the way that I want to, and um, and and yeah, come back again strong. What's the best of overcoming temptation, according to you? Uh,
2: sure, um, I think. Uh, the first thing to understand is that every every action or every every time you make a decision, I see that as a seed uh so any any action or any decision that you make is sowing a certain kind of seed into a certain kind of soil uh, which is going to reap a harvest, and that 's how I always kept my myself accountable when it comes to temptation yeah um, whatever temptation lies before me. I always approach it and go and say to myself, if I commit this sin, yeah. then there is certainly a consequence. And even though Jesus uh, took upon him all the consequences of our sin, which is death, we still do reap certain consequences for our actions in, in this life. Yes. And uh, to always understand that I've got to qualify myself for something better by um, by maintaining the word of God. So it, for, for me, it, it's the same, same thing of if I want to, ch- uh, uh, to buy a Ferrari, mm-hmm. I've got to qualify myself by earning a certain salary. Um, and for, for me, when I do things correctly and I show God that I am qualified for more, uh, that's how I approach uh, temptation. I mean, we're not always going to get it right. Yeah. And always to understand that when we do fail, that God's grace is then sufficient for us to get up, strengthen us. So that we learn and try Just again. On. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because
0: I think, so. I think it's not so much temptation that is, that is the problem. I think temptation, I, I think the problem is condemnation. Yes. Now, I know that, you know, I'm not at a place where I'm so strong that I can, uh, I can fall into temptation and then wake up the following day and be totally cool with it. I mean, I can yeah. preach the verse as much as I want it to myself. You know, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, but I'd have to preach myself for a good, Four or five days before I start to believe it, yeah. so I don't want to get to a point where I've literally got to speak that word over myself. So I'd rather actually just not even, just not even go into it. Pastor Wade, and uh, and and for you overcoming temptation.
1: Well, brother, you know I'm not the smartest tool in the box, so I don't, I don't, I try not to give. The way that I answer questions like that is really just from the word, you know, from the scripture. And, oh, go for it. And if we. If we just do what Jesus did, then I think we're safe, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the way that Jesus dealt with temptation in the desert, in the wilderness, was that he spoke the word. You know, when Satan came to him and tempted him, all he did was respond with the word. So, you know, when Satan comes in and tempts us or the enemy comes and tempts us in whatever form that we're tempted to stand on the word of God and to speak the word of God to that temptation... You know, and then secondly, the Bible tells us this. It says that if we walk in the Spirit, then we will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Yeah. You know, so what is walking in the Spirit? Walking in the Spirit is once again having a relationship with Jesus, you know? Knowing who He is, knowing what He's about. How do you know that? You know who He is by reading His Word. If you want to know who I am, you've got to sit and listen to my Word like uh, you know my pastor Yeah because you know
0: a man by his you by know like, what comes out of his mouth. Mouth
1: of his mouth you know what uh, you know my pastor always says that if you want to know what's in a man's heart listen to what comes out of his mouth you know so how do you know God's word uh, you know how do you know what he's all about how do you know who Jesus is you got to know his word you know and then you walk in the spirit by having a relationship with him you know spending mm-hmm. time with him uh, uh intimate time with God and spending time in worship with God you know worship is one of the most powerful or should I say is the most powerful form of um spiritual warfare um that you can get because you know everywhere in the Bible if you just read even even uh in the old testament if you read about Jehoshaphat and you read about Joshua and every time they went into war with Israel, God said, put the worshippers in front. Yeah. You know? And then God fought the battle for them. So You know, we don't have to fight the devil anymore. He's already a defeated foe. He's under our feet. Jesus defeated him on the cross for us. But we got to walk in all that Jesus has paid for. So, you know, when we engage in worship, you know, I've got a message Mm -hmm. that that I call, let your praise be a problem to -hmm. your problem. You know, when I say that, people go, praise be a problem. (laughs) Praise can't be a problem. Yes, praise can be a problem to your problem. And when we when we uh, want to engage in spiritual warfare because there's temptation or something going on in our life, we say we just start engaging in in worship and just praise and thanksgiving to God, and God fights our battles for us. Yeah, you know. And then you're going to come out a victor on the other side of, of this thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, temptation. Once again, just deal with it with the Word. You know, walk in the spirit by having relationship with God. And, uh, you know, not that you're yeah. going to get it right every time. There are going to be times we're going to fail. But I'm finding as I get older and uh, and as I walk with God more and more years that, you know, that I don't fall to the, the devil's silly little things. Yeah. Like I used to when I was younger, you know, that I'm walking with God more closely. And, you know, and it's not about a work of the law. Uh, or a work of the flesh, uh, when when you're having relationship with God in terms of, because some I've heard some people say to me, oh yeah, yes, but you know you don't really have to pray that much because you know it's grace, God has done it all, and yes, He has done it all, He's paid it all, but when you're in relationship, when you
0: love somebody, you want to talk you to want them. To talk so, to yeah. them.
1: You know, praying is not a work yeah. of the law. Praying is a, is a work of faith.
0: You're right. You want you to know? live right. You want Reading to. Reading
1: the Bible is not a work of the law. I've got to tell you. It's, you,
0: it's a work of faith.
1: I want to know what your God is saying to you.
0: I've got to tell you something. Like, for instance, right? I mean, I was there at a, um, at a friend's party the other, the other night, you know, and everything was kind of done by like, by like 10 o'clock, but I knew that if I came home at 2 a.m., that, My wife wouldn't have minded because she knows that I'd gone out and that is, you know, and and the friend that I was going out to. But because, so I knew that I had that right. In other words, you may know that you have the right not to pray and God will still love you. Yes. You know, but I knew that I had that right, that it wouldn't do anything to my relationship. But I wanted to be there before 12. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to be there not because of what I was going to get from her but because i wanted to just be with her and i think it's such a beautiful place the fact that we need to get ourselves to a point that's it. where we do stuff because we want because to please because you love them you know because you just it's love out them of love, man. you know it's, out of, it's all it's a love relationship and i think that's the kind of relationship you know that's the kind of feeling that god has for us obviously we will never fully understand yeah. how much it is you know like that um That God loves us, you know, but at least I can start to have an inkling, um, of that feeling, you know, like once I got that with, um, with, 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 you know, with my wife. Last question. Um, for those of us who have found, you know, who have, who have found us, I mean, like we didn't get to finish what it is that we wanted to do. Like, for instance, like, you know, the shop is closed now, you know, um, what is the best thing that, best thing that we can do right now in order to, um, to, to prepare ourselves to make sure that we start on a good footing next year.
1: Rest in the Lord, brother. Rest. Take a time to rest. Even if you haven't finished what you intended to finish this year, mm. just rest in God and know that His plan for you is perfect, that His plan is to prosper you and not to harm you. Yeah. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. you know, for I know the plans that I have for you, says yeah. God, says God, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope, plans to give you a future, plans not to harm you so rest in god and rest in knowing that his destiny for you is sure Mm -hmm. and uh if you just draw close to him that you will achieve that destiny and even if you take a time of rest now and just take a break and say okay well i didn't achieve all that i i meant to achieve in this year but next year is Just a small part of eternity.
0: Absolutely, because
1: you know when you get saved and you become born again, eternity starts from there.
0: Mm. Absolutely. So, so so you know what the thing is? God is the control of all time. Exactly. And uh, would you mean you'd agree with that as well, Steve? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I think um, that uh, to to just understand that there's nothing that's too big for God to do. Absolutely. Uh, So, if you have found yourself in a place where you can't get any further with whatever you had planned for this year, that. it doesn't stop God from actually bringing that into fruition at some other time. Absolutely. He, like yep. you say, He controls the time. He controls the seasons. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and if, you know, if you found yourself in a place where you you do regret that you couldn't get things done now, maybe it wasn't meant to be achieved right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, only the Father knows what's in the future.
0: Yeah. yeah. I want to end off. I want to end off with this. Yeah. Um, when uh, when when Mary. I think Mary Magdalene, who was, who was Lazarus's sister? It was Mary, right? Mary, yes. Yeah. Mary went to Jesus and said, you know, um, my, uh, my brother is sick. He said, okay, well, I'm going to come just now. I'm just busy doing something. And then eventually, you know, um, Lazarus died and when I was about to go, she says, okay, well, you know. He's gone, you know, he's gone already. Uh, Jesus Jesus went there and woke Lazarus up from the dead. Yeah. My thing is this, you know, we always, we know God as God of the 11th hour. Yeah. Now, the 11th month has passed us already. We're already in the 12th month. Yeah. But let me tell you something right now. God is the God of the 13th, the 14th, the 15th, and the 16th hour. And even for that thing that you think is dead, God can raise that up. Yeah. And like Pastor yeah. Wynne was saying that, you know, we've been um, the same resurrection power that was in Christ also lies in us. And I hope that you guys will be encouraged by this verse that I'm going to read right now. Um, and before I do that, I want to just wish you all a Merry Christmas, a wonderful year. We'll see you right in the beginning of the new year, just to catch you before you fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, we really love you all, um, just right here on the open book. And I want to end off with this verse. Remember that our theme for today was finishing strong. So I'm going to end off with Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, which reads as follows. Being confident of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will carry it onto completion until the day of Christ Jesus i love you all and goodbye
2: this is cliffcentral.com